Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Evan and Tiki on the film. We'll get back to your giant calls in a second. I'm proud of myself last night, Tiki, and I, I wonder if you were able to do the same thing. No, I don't know. Tell I me. sat down. I watched the entire college football national championship game. Yeah, I did not do that. And I didn't bet on it. Oh, wow. I didn't bet on it. I had no betting interest. I literally sat there rooting for a competitive game. Mm. And I sort of got it. I mean, it was a one-score game. Washington had the ball in their hands like four times late third quarter, early fourth quarter in a 20-13 to game, and it was close. And then once, uh, what's his name, Blake Corm scored that touchdown run and they made it a two-score game. I was like, okay, I think this is over. But let me keep tuning in because I needed to see if EA Sports ran the commercial of the new college football video game. And I didn't even get that. Yeah, Never happened. Well, the touchdown before the half to make it 17 to 10 mm-hmm. made it interesting for the second half. Cause if it, if they hadn't scored there and Michigan was up by two scores going into the, the second half and they were dominating on the ground, I mean, they just kept ripping off these 40 yarders. It, it wouldn't have been worth watching. And then it kind of got away from them. Right. It just kind of, it just felt like it was, I, just, I never felt like Washington ever had an advantage. I agree. Michigan was essentially kicking their ass, but right. it was a one-score game, right. which keeps me intrigued of all you need is one play. Yeah. And, and ass-kicking one-score game leads to ultimate boredom, though. Uh, I would almost right. rather see like the, That's the right. one team blown out where they're making big plays. You never got big plays. I mean, it was bad. You were <laughs> bored? The game yeah. was total ass. Yeah. It was boring. <laughs> it was boring. <laughs> Cheeks, as the kids say. I'm right. not saying it was the greatest game ever, but essentially when I sit down and watch a game, whether it's high-scoring, low-scoring, big plays, no big plays, good play or bad play, if the game is close, I will remain intrigued. And it was. I mean, it was a one-score game until eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It was like an old debate. There was a Thursday night game a year ago between Chicago and Washington. Do you remember that game? I think it was like a 12-9 game, something really ugly. And the next day, everyone's talking about how awful that game was. And I was like, it wasn't that awful. It was a close game. <laughs> what are you talking about? We didn't know the result for the final few minutes. The isn't commanders. That, isn't that what we're looking for as a sports fan? So the game was what it was. Monday Night Raw was also not that good, so it's not like it took me away. But I got to say this. If you're EA Sports, and there's a rumor out there that you're going to release the game trailer for the first college football video game in a decade, Mm -hmm. I mean, we need to be fulfilled. We didn't get any of that. Do you think that that was, that they actually had it? That's the reason, you know. I don't know where the rumor came from. I just saw it on Twitter. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. So the the fact that the rumor started (laughs) might have just been somebody jacking around. Yes. Because an EA now is scrambling. Like, we don't actually have a commercial. Well, there's a game coming. See, here's what I know. Here are the facts. There's going to be the return of EA Sports college football video game this upcoming season for the first time in a decade. Now, I haven't played one, obviously, in a long time. I'm not sure if I'm going to get back into it because right now the only video games I play are MLB The Show and WWE 2K. I've, I've even lost it on Madden. But because college football hasn't had, like, a legitimately good game in so long, mm-hmm. and I figure now they can use names, which is a game changer. Because when I was growing up, the BS they pulled is they would put the attributes of the college player, the number of the college player, and never use the name. Right. And, that, and that was the lawsuit, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Yes. So my assumption is in 2024, you're going to get, like, you know, the names, which is kind of cool. So that's going to happen. But, yeah, somewhere out of nowhere, Tiki, a rumor started that we were going to get a trailer, we were going to get a release date, and that was going to happen during the national championship game, and we never got that. Has, has there been any um, EA response on social media at all about the potential leaked trailer or 
I guess, leaked news that there would be a trailer that actually wasn't true. Has EA said anything? No, uh, just to to stick this right with the Connor Bedard uh, mom rumors. So, <laughs> <laughs> so it's going nowhere? It's going nowhere. <laughs> the other thing I, I will say about Jim Harbaugh, who I don't like or dislike, it's like Michigan. I don't like or dislike Michigan, which is why I thought I was going to need to bet on the game to keep myself intrigued. It's not like there's a villain in this game to yeah. me. Michigan won a national championship and completed an undefeated season with the cloud of a cheating scandal. Now, do I think it's an egregious cheating scandal? No. No, I don't think you do either. It is not even close. But it was still there, and they still had to accept a suspension. Mm -hmm. There were games Jim Harbaugh did not coach. So he can say we're innocent all day. You agreed to serve a suspension. And yet, this is where I'm going to compliment Jim and Michigan. And yet, they went out and won a national championship. Right. When the Houston Astros were accused of stealing signs, it was after they won the World Series. They'd already won it. They didn't win the World Series with a cheating scandal around them, unless you want to count the one they won two years ago. And the Patriots, when they had their Spygate cheating scandal, I was there. Do you remember when that started? The week before the Super Bowl when the Giants beat their ass. Yeah. Oh, wow, interesting. So <laughs> I, I forget. I knew the timing, but now that you say it, it, it's a distraction. So what you're saying, the fact that they had this distraction all season long, and in fact, Sharon Moore coached three of those games? Yeah, he coached three because Harbaugh was suspended, and they didn't miss a beat. They didn't miss a beat. They won anyway. They won a national championship, and those other cheating scandals, and I know they're different, yeah. and we could argue which ones are worse, I guess, if you want, but none of those teams actually had to do it Yeah, I, and win while it was circling around them. Well, that just goes to show you, um, in college football, Coaching matters, obviously, but it is so much about the best players, right? You, and and by the way, it feels like it's guys who don't leave to go to the league. You think they, they don't they don't go chase the NFL dream as quickly? Because I feel like Blake Corum has been in Michigan at least for five years, right? So he just and he easily could have left because I think he was I don't know if he was um, Big Ten player of the year, but he's been one of the better running backs in the in the conference for for a while. But they're just loaded with talent. Right. Like the best teams are the ones that are always at this position. And it's why Jim Harbaugh, even though he's being investigated for something else now, I think this is recruiting violations, <laughs> is basically saying, pay the players. Right? Because seriously, like, it was funny how he said it. And he's so, it was so true. He's like, we're all robbing the same train, meaning the TV networks. Right. We're robbing the same train. You might as well let the guys that are... That are you know driving the, the the getaway cars, which is the players. Might as well let them participate in it. And that's very nice of him because Jim's about to rob the train and become an <laughs> NFL head coach again and get paid. And good for him. When he was underachieving at Michigan, there were still rumors about him jumping to the NFL. Was he ever underachieving though? When they weren't beating Ohio State, okay, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, that's underachieving. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> I, guess I guess you're right. I guess you're right. <laughs> so he would not win the big one, if you will. Now yeah. he has. And that was always one of the one criticisms of him mm -hmm. would lead to people saying, I don't want him to coach the Jets. I don't want him to coach the Giants. I don't want him to coach. Look, he hasn't done it at Michigan. Can't win the, can't win the big game. And I always thought at the time it didn't matter. I'm not hiring the college coach. I'm hiring the professional coach. He's already proven what he can do in the NFL. And I feel the same way even after winning a championship. Him winning a championship last night for Michigan, to me, it's just me, does nothing to how I view him as an NFL head coach. Just like losing to the well, Buckeyes did nothing to how I viewed him as an NFL head coach. I'm forgetting now why he left the NFL. Because he had uh, disagreements with management in San Francisco, and I think he wanted more oh, power. Oh, the general manager. Yes. Yep. He had a massive disagreement with the general manager. Yep. And, and it forced him to leave. Yep. Because, I mean, everybody forgets how close he was to winning a championship. Like yeah. beating his brother. Yeah. He was on the five-yard line or seven-yard line. And Colin Kaepernick was five, was five yards away from being the Super Bowl MVP. If they if they score there, Colin Kaepernick is the Super Bowl MVP, and Jim Harbaugh is a is a is a champion. You know. So yeah. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours 
and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. It easily could have, his well, story could have been different. He also had four years in the NFL in which he never had a losing season. I know it's not quite the Mike Tomlin record. It ended at 8-8, eight and eight, but they were in championship games, I think, mm-hmm. in back-to-back seasons. And he turned Alex Smith around. He was considered one of the biggest busts in NFL history, and Jim turned him around. So, to me, what he did a decade ago in San Francisco, nothing he did at Michigan was going to change decade. that. decade. It's yeah, like, it was a decade ago, yeah. That. Are you kidding? Yeah, 2014. Think about it. If the Giants don't force a fumble on a punt return, he takes Alex Smith to the Super Bowl. No, you're right. <laughs> you're right. So point. whether you're the Chargers or you're Washington, well, whatever team you are and you're hiring an NFL head coach, Jim would be an amazing yeah, hire. Yeah, because he's had success everywhere. He's had, but, but even the success in Michigan like and the failures in Michigan means nothing to me. Not, you're not hiring a college coach. You're hiring an NFL coach. See, I don't think that that's the argument about it meaning nothing to you but hiring it. I think what winning last night means he's available. I he think- was available last year. Yes and no. What do you mean he was? Yeah. He was. It he always took felt a phone like he call. was it always felt like he was boosting his college salary. And not right? only boosting his college salary, he in his gut probably did not want to leave his alma mater without the finished business of winning I, a championship. Okay, so that I agree with. I think for him personally, he Good can point. now say oh, I he's went iconic. to Michigan. He's iconic forever. Right. I, I coached I coached there forever for, for nine years, which is a pretty good run. And it wasn't like two years. Nine years, I won him a national title. I'm out. Like, you're right from a story perspective. This is a better time for him to leave. But he could have left any time in the last five years. He could have. He it, absolutely could have. The, the story wouldn't have been right, though. Well, like, now the, the story's right, like, so the, go leave. Like, the personal story wouldn't have been right. Yeah. The Michigan story wouldn't have been right. And I, I guess beating Ohio State consistently changes, like, the real narrative. Like, forget our national narrative, but the Michigan narrative. Hey, he didn't win a national championship, but you know what? He started kicking Ohio State's ass pretty consistently, right? So even so locally, like Michigan alumni base, they would have been happy with him if he hadn't won the national championship. But now it's iconic, right? It's like there there will be a Jim Harbaugh statue. No doubt. Definitely. The only negative for us personally is that we as Jet and Giant fans are stuck with our coach for at least one more year. Hmm. Robert Sala's coming back. I think with Brian Dable, we're still not sure what the hell he is. If Jim was there for one more year and had that success, and then we realized, all right, Dave's ain't the guy, let's kick him out. Yeah, Lugie, you may speak. Salah ain't the guy, let's kick him out. You Jim would have been the perfect replacement. You may speak for raising your hand. One other was thing he raising about his he hand? raising his hand? I didn't hand. want to interrupt. For like two minutes. Oh, really? <laughs> I, was very, I was very polite about that. I want, I want to get two this minutes. in because I think I'm the only one on the show that noticed this. Well, and I don't want to pass judgment on Jim Harbaugh. And maybe he did it on accident. After the game, I think he kissed his mother on the lips. Yeah, he did. What? He did. What's wrong with that? Excuse me? You can't kiss your mom it's on the like lips. It was a lo- like an elongated see, kiss. No, they I didn't see like any. pecked each other. Like, I, I didn't see any tongue, but you. I've never kissed my mom on the lips. Really? I've never even come close. Ooh. No. Tom Brady kisses his son on the lips. Different. They're, I think that's, I mean, different. that's different. I think that's different. Who's, in, who's uh, initiating the kiss there, though? It's Tom. It's his younger son. I think you're, if you're in a grown man and you initiate a kiss on your mother's lips, I got a problem with that. Huh. So I am passing judgment on that. It gives me the willies. Did you see what appeared to be? Did you see what appeared to be J.J. McCarthy's father grabbing Mm. the posterior of what we think is J.J. McCarthy's girlfriend? Uh, It's definitely his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. There was there was like accidentally or like. Well, depends on how you want to interpret it. Shit. There was either an accidental nudge Uh. or J.J.'s dad was like, "It's go time." She's got a nice tush. Yeah, that was quite the Where posture. Was I, the other, oh, I was in the I was in the Delta Club on the way back. Look at you. I mean, I, I don't have not a Delta Club member, but AJ Ross is. So we were in the Delta Club. So it was Andy. <laughs> Andy Goldberg got us in, and so this lady was there, Giants fan, short lady. She was like, "Oh, 
I loved you. Give me a hug. Let's take a picture. So I gave her a picture. Her hand, because she's shorter than me, yeah. is like right on my ass. Oh, wow. What'd you say? Good Nothing. For her. Nothing. <laughs> she went for it. Like, she the like, tush push. Kept it there. Grabbed it. Like, I was like, all right, cool. What I think she did what J.J. McCarthy's dad said. Said, you know what? I'm here. Uh, Why she, not? She was a sweet lady. She was like 75. <laughs> Do you think Tracy will be jealous? Uh, oh, she doesn't know about it unless she's listening now. <laughs> she's, listening. she's listening right now. You may be getting a text, honey. What's going on? Let's go to Ryan in Rockland. How are you, Ryan? Ryan. What up, Ryan? Hey, guys. How you doing? <laughs> We're good, dude. We're good. How are you? Good. Uh, Tiki, I'm a huge fan of yours. Uh, big giant fan here. And I've been... Uh, Along with you, I, uh, I I like you guys a lot, so I uh, appreciate you taking the call. Um, so I wanted to call in about Wink Martindale and uh, the Giants and Brian Dable, and actually, it kind of goes with what you guys were saying with the quarterback, believe it or not. Um, I don't care if the Giants draft the quarterback this year because I think Brian Dable will mold that guy to be a, a really good quarterback, kind of like he did with Josh Allen. But he needs he needs a guy like Wink to be on that defensive side of the ball, and that he doesn't have to worry about the defensive side of the ball. No, you're right. So that's right. why I'm kind of, yeah. I'm kind of, you know. Well, that's that's, that's the biggest thing about losing Wink Martindale. It's not you know, oh, his tendencies and his his aggressiveness and all. The, it's Dave didn't have to worry about it, right? It was like Wink, I trust you. You've done this for a lot of years and had a lot of success. I trust you, and I don't need to micromanage what you're doing. And interestingly, now maybe this was just camera shots. It felt like we were being presented with Brian Dable micromanaging Wink Martindale a lot this season. Mm. Like when you're watching the game, it's Brian Dable is glaring at Wink Martindale. They have, you know, some sort of tiff, some argument going on on the sideline. It, it felt more micromanaged this year than it did a year ago where he just felt, I trust you. Wink, you do you, you. I'm going to do us on this side of the ball. And it worked. I, I So is that something to worry about? Maybe. Maybe. It's a maybe worry for me. Yeah. For, for whoever comes in. So, so if it's not like an established D.C., if it's not, you know, I don't know, not Vance Joseph. Well, maybe. No, I doubt Vance Joseph is getting fired. But if it's not, you know, Vic Fangio mm -hmm. coming in, is Dave going to micromanage the defensive side of the ball now? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I, and I don't know if he should. I think there's two worries. There's worry number one, how do you replace someone who, despite the numbers, I thought did a good job the last two years. The second thing is, and I rewatched this last night. I rewatched the Joe Shane, Brian Dable press conference <laughs> from the morning. And did you and draw anything else out of it? Brian Dable, in this instant, okay, not saying overall as a human, in this instant, comes across very slimy. I'm just being honest with you. Because, of, instant, because of what we know downstream? Because of what we know downstream, what we know occurred, and what we know Brian knew at the time. Now, is Wink Martindale completely innocent in this? Absolutely not. I'll get to that in a minute. Because mm -hmm. I don't want it to be like, oh, Wink's some innocent victim. He's not. But Brian Dayball, with a bleep-eating grin, sat there at a news conference, talked about and made sure he said it, it's my intention Wink Martindale comes back. And then even quoted Wink, calling it a destination place. Almost like, ah, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you're going to quit, and now you're going to have to answer for the fact that I wanted you back. I loved you. And oh, by the way, I'm going to undermine you by firing two of your coaches. That doesn't mean those two coaches are perfect. That doesn't mean those two coaches didn't deserve to be fired. Mm -hmm. But what Brian Dable did, and he'll get a pass. He'll get a pass. Not going to get one from me right now, because in this instant... He came across very slimy. Mm. He came across like a guy who said, I know what I'm doing. And I'm not going to answer any questions about it because you schmucks don't even know what's about to happen. <laughs> With that said, I want to be fair now. Let me get to Wink. Wink's a clown too. Mm. No, he is. Because Wink Martindale clearly was leaking that info to Jay Glazer. I think it's become painfully obvious that Wink was setting up his own departure. That's a good point. He ain't innocent in this. So I'll call Dable names because I mean it because I think it came across it came across bad. Doesn't mean he can't be a coach around here. Yeah, but, but for that instant, I didn't like what I saw from Dable. But this Wink Martindale knew exactly what he was doing also, for the last two also, months. So if that's the case, yeah, let's just assume what you're saying is correct. And I don't put it past you know Wink doing that. But don't you think that Brian Dable was justified in moving off from him in that way? Because I've said this many times, Brian Dable. 
Love the dude. He's awesome. Good guy. Uh, it, it, and he, he is Bill Belichick with a smile. Yeah. He does not want anything leaked. He doesn't want anything interpreted other than exactly what he's saying. And so if he finds out that this whole Wink Martindale, Dave's, cons- like, I don't know, conflict mm-hmm. was leaked by Wink, wouldn't he want to get rid of him? So I want to answer that fairly. Right, isn't he yes. justified yes. Yes. in he's getting ju- rid of him? He's justified. The way it was done yesterday is slimy. Yeah, but Two guys can be wrong at the same time, jo- uh, Joe. I'm calling you Joe. <laughs> yeah. That's two partners right. ago. But Tiki. <laughs> but that. But that's the business, though. Come right? on, you you endorse what Brian Dable did yesterday because you know what he did. Of course, I know what he did. But I and also, you think that's okay because of what Wink probably also did no, by leaking information out I, for the last I, two months. I think it's okay because they're trying to control where Wink goes. No, 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 no. Forget that. Then why was not why was Drew Wilkins and his brother not fired along the same timeline as Thomas McGahee and and uh, Bobby Johnson? Yeah, why'd they wait three hours? That's a part of this. Because they, it's part of the sliminess. Because they didn't want to they didn't want Wink to react. Well, that was that and they wanted to control the narrative of Wink. That was kind of cowardly. Not, not, not control the narrative. I think control the emotions of Wink. Okay. And well, so but then don't have an eight thirty presser, then you might as well yeah, schedule one for the, five. But the outside PM. linebacker coach and his brother like, do we care? But the outside linebacker coach is a position coach like the old line coach. Oh, I know, but do we care? Like, were they in the conversation at all at any point this season? The answer is no. No, but we care was, about how Wink was yeah, fired. Hold on. Were they in the conversation? No. Most people didn't don't even know their name. True. Okay. Right? Was Bobby Johnson in the conversation? The answer is absolutely. In fact, I talked to him and talked about him on our broadcast when we did the Giants and the Jets game. Right. Right. I went down to the field and, t- dude, tell me what's going on here. Right? What's Justin Pugh going to bring? Like, all these things. Like, he was part of the conversation. They underperformed as a unit. Yeah. And at times, it looked like they were lost and didn't know what the hell they were doing. So he deserved the criticism. But I don't. And so when he gets fired, to us, it makes sense. But these two guys, nobody cares about. Yeah, but I, the timing yeah. of it, Tiki. Like, I'm not disagreeing. That's why I made it clear. I'm not disagreeing that those guys shouldn't have been fired uh-huh. or that you're not even wrong to say Brian Dable should have gotten rid of Wink Martindale if he did leak well, that stuff did, out. Well, yeah. Why would you do it the way they did? I'm re-watching this. Here's the other thing I noticed. Brian Dable's got his grin on his face knowing what he's doing. And Joe Shane, I give Joe Shane credit. I could see in your eyes, Joe. Well, Joe was uncomfortable. Joe didn't like what was happening. Well, Based also, on the eyes, he's playing with his phone as Dayball's talking about Wink wanting. We want Wink back. Our intention is Wink to come back. Basically, what, what Dayball doesn't want to say to all of you uh, beat writers is, you bunch of morons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we want Wink back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, I, but I would also think that the conversation was already in the works with Bobby Johnson and Thomas McGahee, right? Because that's on his side of the ball, one, and Thomas is in his, under his purview. We always we we've gave given wink we at least we believe he has the autonomy of this defense. So they haven't there's not a familiarity. There's not the same kind of like working with all the time relationship between Dave's and those two outside linebacker coaches. But the reality is like when you go look at the like the statistics, like the advance, forget that we think Tibbs had a, 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 a Kayvon had a great year. Mm-hmm. Statistically he didn't. I understand that. Right? Sack wise he did. But pressure rate and all these other things, he was 70-something of 78. Like, he wasn't great. And and all of them fell into that category. So it was a justified firing. If you're going to complain about how it was done, then you're not a businessman. Like, business happened. Oh, it's not. Wow. Dude, it, dude I'm just on, telling you. That was dirty, dude. Of ye- course it was dirty, but who cares? A year ago after the Giants lose to the Philadelphia Eagles. Joe Shane and Brian Dable meet the end-of-the-year media. They have to answer all the questions about Daniel Jones, Saquon, answer all the questions that involve the Giants. They didn't rush and schedule that at 8.30 the next morning after being eliminated. And and you know what else? I was thinking back to after this all went down. Let's go back to earlier this season. There was no coaching change after week one, after year one. I got you. There was nothing that needed to be addressed. No, I understand. You're You're usually not making changes after year one. But you go back to late November when that story first came out. And I called this out on the air to you. Remember what that little act Brian Dayball had? Uh-huh. Remember him giving the game ball to Wink? Hey, wait. Game ball, buddy. Yeah. Here's the game. Oh, do you remember the when he was asked, hey, hey, coach, any issues between you and Wink? Dibs, there was a report pregame that you and Wink are, are not getting along. Do you care to comment on that? Do you expect him to be back? 
Uh, yeah, I'd say the, the the biggest argument Wink and I have had is who has the last piece of pizza. So got a lot of respect for Wink. Um, done a good job. So I'll leave it at that. Just because yeah. you have a lot of respect for a guy doesn't mean it's the right for you know marriage. No, I know, but he's giving us jokes. He's giving him the game ball. He was, this was that all obvious games. at the time. He is Belichick with a smile. You don't guys want to hear me. He doesn't want nonsense out there. I understand that. And the that. fact that it was out there, and you're probably right. He probably did find out that Wink was the one communicating directly to Glaze. I think he was. And creating a rift. Yeah. Because if you're doing that, like, what purpose did that serve? Right? So. Let's let's assume that Wink is the one that leaked that to Jay Glazer. What purpose would Wink have done that for? You want me to tell you to make Dave's look bad? So my suspicion on this, right? My to, suspicion. To make Dave's look like a hard ass and Wink the fun guy. Like what? What was the point? It doesn't serve any purpose for that to have been leaked from the inside of the organization. And as a result, Dave's was justified. If he would have found out like that next day, he could he should have fired Wink. Week 12. Well, that's what Jay was reporting. That they may not survive the year. Yeah, but it, it, the ironic thing is that he's going to get fired because he's leaking the stuff to you. So you're <laughs> asking why I think Wink leaked that stuff out? I think he leaked that stuff out to get fans kind of on his side. Yeah, but like, why, see the why does thing? that matter? Uh, it doesn't. No, I, I agree with you. Like, what, what greater purpose does it serve? Nothing. Nothing. Really, it's not going to make him the Nothing. head coach of the Giants. And so if you're going to do things that don't serve the greater purpose of the team as a whole and yours as a defensive coordinator, then the hell with you. And I like Wink. I agree with you that if Wink Martindale was undermining the head coach, then Brian Dayball had every right to get rid of him. Yes. My issue was, and this is why I sensed the conspiracy yesterday, was I didn't like the way they did it. Uh. That's all I'm saying. Hmm. And right now there's a game going on, clearly, because Wink still hasn't officially resigned. So there's a game between the Giants and Martindale concerning so, how this breakup occurs. So here's my here's my thing. I, I I don't care how things get done as long as they get done. I'm not worried about people's feelings. I'm not worried. Of, it's a football. I'm, you're talking about football. It's win-lose. Ultimately, by the way, let me back the hell up. It's entertainment. So And these guys are paid good good amount of money. I'm talking about these assistant head coaches, right, the players. Played a good amount of money. There's no victim here, right? I agree with that. Right? There's this no is, victim. It's, it, when you get fired, it's it's likely because you earned your firing. And so, just like yesterday with the whole Saints going for it or, or in, in scoring a touchdown on the Atlanta Falcons, yeah, should they have done that? No, I can agree with that. But do I care that they did? No, I also don't. Should he have fired Dave? Uh, uh, Wink the way that he did or handle it the way he did? No, but am I okay that he did it? Yeah, completely. Okay. Because it was earned. And so, to me, this isn't about, right, I feel for Wink or I feel for, you know, what's going to go forward. It's Dave's felt like he was aggrieved, had an grievance against uh, uh, Wink Martindale, and he moved on from him. How it happened was strategic because they don't want him to go to the Philadelphia Eagles. And that's the biggest thing here. Yes. Like, we're, 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 we're talking around it, but... The Philadelphia Eagles made a bad choice for defensive coordinator after Rich Gannon, or uh, not Rich Gannon, uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Gannon, Gannon yeah. went to the Arizona Cardinals. Sean Desai was not ready for the job. He got put down or demoted, and 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 they had to, who is that? I forget who it is now. I'm forgetting. Uh, Matt Patricia filled in that role. They have not been good. Wink Martindale in Philly is would be awesome. The Giants don't want him to go to Philly. So this is a cat and mouse game now. 100%. That's why he hasn't officially resigned yet. Right. The Giants didn't want to fire him. That's right. And now we're. I guess That's we're at why a standstill. We hear Jordan Renan saying he's a, he's given his 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 resignation, and then late last night, Josina Anderson saying, "Oh, it actually hasn't happened yet." And then we see him at the airport this morning with his, his Yankee cap on and. It's like he's kind of just heading to the NFL, but hasn't actually done anything yet. Uh oh. Do we have breaking news about Wink, or is Uh, it? Yeah, about the the Mets acquire somebody. No, about this situation. Uh, At Giant Insider on Twitter, your buddy Chris Bizignano. That's my boy. I like that guy. Three minutes ago, this was his tweet report on the situation. I trust him. Whatever he says, I'm with him on. It's now official? No. The Giants haven't made an official announcement on Wink. Why? Well, Wink stormed out of the meeting with Dave's. 
and last night they couldn't get in touch with him. And from what I understand, they still haven't been able to get in touch with him. Well, they won't because he's on a plane going to Sarasota. So until Wink officially resigns or comes back, we wait. So Wink is ghosting Dable and the Giants. Well, it also shows late in the show yesterday, Sean read, I wouldn't even say it was a conspiracy, but a quote-unquote leaked text message in which there was a story that Wink and Dayball had a meeting together yeah, where Dayball told them they were getting rid of those coaches, and Wink basically said, your offense stinks, yeah. you haven't been able to gain a yard on me. Yep. Go blank yourself. Yeah. Go kiss ass. And by the way, that, that Instagram account that is saying they, they think they got duped and that wasn't true. That happened since the show. Right. But either way, still hearing this, it feels like something like that. Well, it happened. sounds like Wink's pissed. It sounds yeah. like the intention sounds like he wasn't duped. Like that. Well, Insta- that's what's crazy. But maybe the exact quotes about basically we we kicked your ass in practice. You know that's, that's, sem- not that's semantics. Who cares? Yeah, I, I agree was, with you. He was pissed. He was pissed, and he stormed out. No doubt. Like w- what he said to him. Like it's funny. I have to admit, it's funny. Right. If he says your offense sucks, you can't get a yard on me <laughs> and go rot in hell or whatever he said to him. And maybe there were more, more insults that are even funnier. Uh-huh. Like no offense, I don't know what they are. The story, in essence, is true that Wink was pissed. And he walked out. That he walked out and basically said, good luck trying to find me. I'm going to ghost your asses. And has anybody brought up his play sheet either? Has that come up? What do you mean? Are you even aware of this? No. So Wink Martindale's play sheet the entire year Mm -hmm. was blank on the other side. He had his plank. On Sunday, his play sheet was Jack Bauer with with the 24 logo, like 24 hours. So now everybody's hit up. Why did he not Mm -hmm. have that? And the belief is he knew it was 24 hours until he was the heck out of there. And suddenly that was on his play sheet. He Get never had, It's all over the internet. And you go back and watch the game. He coached the entire game with suddenly Jack Bauer in 24 hours on his play sheet. And he never did that all year. Link is starting to piss me off now. That happened, T.K. Wow. wow. Did you produce a still shot from the game on Sunday that features the 24? Yeah, I'm just going to search Wink. Well, why don't you do it mm. yourself? Go to NFL Plus, rewatch the game the way I do with all Tiki's games. Mm. Because it's got, I'm going to get it in two seconds all on Twitter. Right, fine. Boy, this Wink Martindale. I tell you, he's a fool, too. I'm sorry. He's a really good defensive coordinator, but he's coming across like a baby. <laughs> a 62-year-old baby. He's a sabotager. I just read. If he leaked it to... Jay Glazer that there was discord it probably did. in the organization. I'm just calling it like I see it. Right now, everybody looks bad. <laughs> that's, how, that's how I see it. I just retweeted Bobby Skinner, who had the still shot picture from the broadcast. Nice. All right. So bottom line is, he still hasn't resigned. He's on an airplane in Florida, and the Giants are being ghosted by Wink Martindale. <laughs> Wait, so if he never resigns, and he just continues to ghost them, what happens? He can't work anywhere else? It's like the Costanza line of, you can't fire me, I'm just not accepting it. Or I think it was, wasn't he breaking up, or the girl was breaking up? No, he was breaking up with a girl, and she's like, I don't accept the breakup. And just continued on as if they were dating. Like, yeah, uh, I'm sorry, we're still dating. And then Kramer kept showing up to work where he didn't really work there. Is that that what it was? That's what makes it so difficult. (laughs) You don't even really work, or I don't even really work here. (laughs) I'm I'm confused. Evan and Tiki on the fan. Today is like the first day of the real offseason. Monday, you kind of figure out what the hell just happened in week 18. And now the coaching firings are continuing. The coaching vacancies are becoming clearer. And we as football fans are starting to figure out what the hell we should do next year. And for the Giants, they have a quarterback question because Joe Shane made it very clear they're going to add one. The question is how? They're going to add a veteran in free agency just to kind of buy time until Daniel Jones is healthy. Are they going to draft one at number six or in the second round? Or is Joe Shane going to grow a pair? <laughs> Stop. And take advantage of the Bears potentially trading that number one overall pick as they fell back in love with Justin Fields. And will the New York Giants trade for the number one overall pick? There's a few different avenues they could potentially go down. Joe is in Selden, New York. What's up, Joe? Yeah. Hi. Uh, I, I was thinking a little bit as a number four choice. Yeah. And uh, what what I think if the Bears do draft Williams or, or, or May, mm-hmm. then they probably put Fields up for a trade. I mentioned the idea of uh, trading for Justin Fields last week. The, 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 the problem you run into is he's essentially – a one-year, let's see what I got. Yeah, it's it's what you're getting when you trade for him. If this was his, after a second year and he had two years left, it'd be a different story. Right. But you basically are going to get him, going to have to decide relatively quickly whether or not to give him his fifth-year option. Which means you got to – right, and that's before he ever plays for you. Right, which means you're not 
because you're not gonna you're not gonna give him the fifth year option without him playing for you, and his previous resume doesn't necessarily command it. And so you have him for one year, and if he takes some time to like he's intriguing, but he takes some time to figure it out, you just move on from him. Right. So it doesn't it, it's never gonna make sense because he's not polished and ready to go right now. Like some of these free agents, Baker Mayfield or. Uh, I don't know, Ryan Tannehill, they're kind of polished to who they are and what they're going to be. Like, you know what you're going to get. Justin Fields, there's just a lot of question marks about what you're actually going to get. The Bears are in such a great position, even though it's very stressful. It's great because they have control, and then, like, it's almost like you can't make the wrong decision. Well, but, you can make but the you wrong decision. But you obviously can't. No, I'm saying it right. feels like you can't. Like, right. oh, we can, whatever we do is going to be fine, except – Unless whatever you do is not fine. Right. It's not similar to what I'm about, I'm, I'm about to describe, but I would say is the best case scenario for the Giants. And I'll give you the best case scenario. You draft someone. Let's say it's Bo Nix in the second round, whoever mm-hmm. you want to come up with. And Daniel Jones is ready. Plays right away. Yeah. Oh, great. Best case scenario. I got a young quarterback, and he can sit and he can learn. The Patrick Mahomes model, right? And Daniel Jones kicks ass. <laughs> he is great. He is healthy. He is awesome. He puts up big numbers. And now the season's over. And you're like, okay, what the hell do I do now? I have Daniel Jones coming off a great year and he's healthy. I got a kid I just used a premium pick on who I want to see what I have with him. What do you do? Well, the answer is you have a great problem. It's like the Chargers problem when they drafted Phillip Rivers Mm -hmm. and Drew Brees had a great year in free agency. They let Drew Brees go. They made Phillip Rivers their quarterback. In the Giants' case, they could trade this second-round pick, who I'm sure will still have value, he just sat for a year and say, Daniel's my guy, or you could trade Daniel and say, Daniel just rehabbed his value. I'm going to move off of him coming off of a big year. Yeah, that's It's not the same as what the Bears are in, but it's sort of similar in that the Bears have two different ways they can go. Ride the young guy who just had a good year or use this amazing lottery ticket with the number one overall pick. Yeah, no, they got, they got lucky because the Carolina Panthers – traded the number one, well, their pick, thinking they would be better, and they sucked worse. So they got lucky, the Bears did, because now they have two first-round picks. Like, right. They really can do whatever they want. But I I, 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 don't, I don't envy Ryan Poles, because he could be dead on right or he could be dead on wrong. You know what I'm noticing about you today? What's that? You're very scared. You're Why? very skittish, some I am, may say. Because I don't trust players anymore. I don't trust the young players. I know, but you're skittish on making big decisions like the Giants trading for number one and what Ryan Pohl should do with the Bears. Oh, no, I know what I would do if I was the New York Giants. I'm trying to find a later second or later round quarterback, and I'm riding with Daniel Jones, hoping he gets he's, he's healthy. Because you're scared. No, I'm not scared. You're scared of trading I, for the number one overall pick? I, I know how to break I just, this. No, I, I, I want to believe that Daniel Jones is the guy that I saw two seasons ago, even though I, I obviously am scared of he's, he's going to get hurt. Tiki, if you found out tomorrow in an interview that Drake May says, the heck with calling this the victory formation, I'm handing it to my back. <laughs> Give Dan- me Drake May. And Daniel Jones goes, no, no, no. Victory formation means we kneel down. Which yeah. quarterback you want? Yeah, DJ can go. <laughs> go kiss ass. <laughs> right. Let's go to Rich in Manalapan. What's up, Rich? Hey, uh, hey, Evan, Tiki, love the show. Uh, Evan, I got to take you to test, though, on something. Go ahead. Uh, you calling um, Dable, you know, slimy and... Uh, Wandale a baby, but no, you wink, know, your quarterback wink, can uh, wink, say anything wink. he wants. And, uh, you know, and oh, about Jimmy Kimball, about oh, Zach Wilson's feelings, and you don't take him to task. On, <laughs> I on take what, everybody. You know, you giant fans, you're so sensitive, okay? Yeah. Today has become a giant day, mainly because Aaron Rodgers wasted all of our time for 45 minutes on Pat McAfee. By the way, just so, we, just so you guys know, we yes. debated what our start was going to we're going to start with and what we're going to talk about today and so we're like we we have to listen to mcafee and aaron Rod- what, what is it the aaron rogers aaron rogers tuesday the man. producer the host yeah. the host of the aaron <laughs> rogers tuesday we have to listen to it yeah and we all walked away saying uh what do we just listen to yeah I, I, <laughs> I'm lost. I still have no idea what the hell he talked about for 45 minutes but so today we're talking a little bit about the Giants. Right. And I gave you an opinion on how Brian Dable handled a situation. I don't think he's a slimy human at all. I thought the situation was slimy. And yes, I think Wink has come across like a baby. And here's Rich, the Giant fan, saying, I'm a baby. What about, what about, what about Zach Wilson? What about Aaron Rodgers? Well, what do you want me to say? What do you want, what do you want to know about Aaron Rodgers? 
All right? That he talked for 45 minutes today and said nothing? That he's involving himself in old vaccine debates? Like, what do you want me to tell you about him? Are we still having those debates? Not, not in my house. I didn't think so. And by the way, if we did that the last two hours, we'd have a caller going, are you going to talk about giants and <laughs> wink? Yeah. My wife just had COVID. I didn't care about her vaccine status. Just trust me. I don't think that guy was saying we should talk about Aaron Rodgers. I think that guy was saying, hey, you you called Dable's actions a certain word. Yes. And again, his actions the way this situation was handled. Like, I think I'm a good person, but I'm sure there are situations I handle that are bad, that are maybe jerkish or slimy or douchey or whatever term you want to come up with. That doesn't make Dable that kind of person. It just makes this situation and the way it was handled in that kind of way. So that Giant fan is saying, if you call Brian Dable a name, you should be equal and call Aaron Rodgers a name. Ah, I see. What do they call that in politics? Like, equal time? Like on the radio, like if we had a Republican candidate on now, yes, we would have to then put the Democratic rival on. We'd have to offer it. We don't have to put them on. We have to extend the offer to them. Yeah, because what I, is it? It's called something. Yes, yes, it is. Apoplectic. We need the architect. <laughs> the architect would no, know. No, there's a political. That's, cra- called, that's called Fox News. <laughs> Fair and balanced. I'll never forget. It was a few years ago. We were talking about Peter King, the NFL analyst, uh-huh. and somehow we started talking about Peter King, the local congressman, oh, and Peter King's office requested to come on the air. Really? And I said, here's our problem. No offense to Peter King, the congressman. Because it was an election year, we were going to be legally, like FCC rules, we were going to have to put on his Democratic rival. And I'm like, what the hell are we doing? What are we going to do, a debate show? Nestor Cortez. Two freaking (laughs) candidates? Like, no. It's equal time. So you had to say no. Well, I didn't want to say no to Peter King. (laughs) Peter King. Yeah, the Peter King. Congressman King. Yeah, Congressman King, because of this equal time rule. So our last caller wants equal time. If I call Brian Dayball a name, I now have to call an Aaron Rodgers a name. So mm. I want to be fair about that. Sean, you're the biggest Aaron Rodgers hater. What word should I call Aaron Rodgers? Selfish pig. So, all right, you know what? Here you go. Aaron Rodgers, you are my quarterback. And I hope to the football gods you're healthy next year and you win me a championship. But right now, you're a selfish pig. Pig. Mm. We good? Well done. Wow, that just equal time. Me. I think it moved. <laughs> <laughs> equal time. Everybody's happy. Joe's in Clifton. How are you, Joe? Joseph. Joseph. Hey. Oh, there what up, Joe? Uh, yes, I'm Go. here. How All are right. you guys? What's up? What's up? I'll tell you what. You know, it's amazing. You know, between Dable, if we all agree that Dable and Shane are on the same page. But well, then I got to believe that press conference was on the same page. Mm-hmm. So if we're hoping that they are in lockstep, which we hope they are from an organization standpoint, then I'm going to give them both either blame or credit for whatever they did. That's number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, from a standpoint of Daniel Jones, we are not drafting a quarterback at six. Okay? What are you going to do? Tell a guy we're drafting a quarterback at six. Right. You're going to start next year, and you're going to play. And if you ball out, you're either gone or not gone. No, that's not the way it's going to go. Yeah, but I would, want would you move to one? That's the question. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah, good. I'm glad you would make. Six to one? What's the difference? Six to one. Uh, big difference? What do you mean, off. what's the difference? What's the di- Is that a serious question? What's the difference? Yeah, well, what are you going to get at one that you are not that you can't get at six? An elite quarterback, level quarterback. He's saying move up to one to get the quarterback. Yeah. I that, mean, that's the question. The difference between six and one is Drake May and Jaden Daniels. Well, I don't even think you're getting Jaden Daniels. Yeah. So, so, so Drake May and Michael Penix. Yeah, so here, here's, What's the difference? here's how this was set up for those that missed the early part of this conversation. Is it Joe, Joe Shane told us. That they are going to acquire a quarterback. Yes. And it's not, they're not saying they're drafting one. They're not saying no free agency. They're not saying they're going to do, do whatever, trade. They're not saying anything. But we know they're going to acquire a quarterback because Joe told us. Yeah. The question is, how do you want to see the Giants acquire a quarterback? Now, there are options. You can, you can wait for the free agent class to come out. You can, you know, pick up, you know, Russell Wilson or whoever, uh, uh, or you can draft a guy and, there, you're not drafting anyone in the first round at six. So the only way to draft a guy is wait till the second round where the Giants have two picks or trade to number one. Yes. That's what we're talking about. Yes. But our last caller, A, doesn't see a difference between drafting at six or drafting a quarterback in the second round versus number one. But the first thing he said is the other aspect, which is that's not fair to Daniel Jones. Mm. I'm sorry. Yeah, fairness doesn't. 
doesn't come in here. Fairness is out the window. Yeah, I don't care. And, and Daniel Jones has handled this and the right way. that's why Evan is with me with the Saints scoring an, another touchdown. Yes. <laughs> with a minute and ten seconds left on you the clock. You know why I'm with you? In talking about running up the score, because I want my crappy teams to run up the score. Yeah. If the New York Jets are beating the crap out of the New England Patriots, Run it up I want it to be worse. Score again. 100%. I did. And that's the specific example I'll give. I don't necessarily feel that way in and baseball. If you're on the as wrong much. side of that, too bad. Too bad. Be better. I've been on the wrong side of that. Trust me. Yeah, so have I. So. I it's don't the Saints actually. Yeah, right. Joe Horn pulling a cell phone out of it out of the goalpost. That's right. You remember that? That's why you're like I. I learned that. Run it up if you can. Right. But the point is, fairness to Daniel Jones is out the window. It's out the window. It's not part of the conversation. No. And it can't be if you're the Giants. You may like Daniel Jones, and I do. I, I know that ownership does. I know that the team does. Everybody likes Daniel Jones. But fairness doesn't win you football games. No, and I'll tell you this. If they draft a quarterback, whether it's number one overall, even using those assets to jump, drafting at six or drafting in the second round, if Daniel Jones is healthy at the start of this season, I think there's a really good chance he's your quarterback. And he will then get a chance to make the decision difficult like I described earlier. Where yeah. He's so good that either he's rehabbed his trade value to the point where the Giants just move on and get traded somewhere else, or the Giants say, wow, let's just stick with Daniel Jones and trade the kid we just drafted. Mm-hmm. And that's the, I guess, the dream scenario, if you will. Let's go to Artie in Brooklyn. Artie. What's up, Artie? Artie going once. Artie is gone. Gus mm-hmm. is in Westchester. Hey, Gus. Hey, good afternoon, gentlemen. Uh, Evan, yes. you and I have something in common. We're both meth fans. Oh, what a, what a joy we have. <laughs> And Tiki, I uh, I met you uh, back in 2015 at the River City Grill in, in Riverdale. Oh, I love that place. It's not there anymore, right? It's no, it's not there no more. Yeah, I love um, that place. We lived right across the street. We, we were frequent visitors. <laughs> but listen, it was a pleasure to see you just eating lunch. I'm glad I didn't bother you because you were you know you were busy. But anyway, but <laughs> uh, I'm a diehard Packers fan. I'm 67 years old. I've been a Packers fan since 1966. I root for both New York teams when our Packers are out of it. Um, one question is, do you feel that uh, um, our quarterback made it uh, a nice turnaround this year? Yeah. Uh, I'll, tell you something, I mean, I'll tell you something sick, Gus, because I always want to be honest with you, and I know this makes no sense. When I was watching the Green Bay Packers against the Chicago Bears on Sunday afternoon, mm-hmm. Packers win, they make the playoffs, they lose. I think the Saints probably would have been that wild card spot. Okay, I found myself, this is how I know I'm twisted, and I have issues. I found myself rooting passionately for the Chicago Bears. And I've never had an issue with the Green Bay Packers. I've never, because I felt like, out of loyalty to my quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, I didn't want him to look bad by Jordan Love winning a play and get in-game and have Aaron, who lost his a year ago to Detroit. I'm such a sick sycophant. For my dopey quarterback, who, mm. what, what am I calling him again? He's a pig? Selfish pig. Mm. I am such a sycophant for my selfish pig. He's my selfish pig. Oink, oink. He may be a selfish pig, but he's my selfish pig. That I found myself rooting for the Bears just so the Packers wouldn't make the playoffs. <laughs> just so Jordan Love wouldn't get, like, the credit of, see, he won a play in game, and Aaron Rodgers couldn't do it. So, now, are you going to be a true New Yorker and root for Jordan Love to beat the Cowboys on Sunday? It's a great question. (laughs) I have been given this a lot of thought. You have to. There's no announcement today. I just want to make that clear. You have to. I will be making an endorsement later this week. Mm. There will be an endorsement not just in that game, but I am going to make an NFC endorsement. I've already made my AFC endorsement. I am endorsing the Baltimore Ravens to come out of the AFC. <laughs> By the way, both Harbors winning a championship. Team. That's right. That's right. Well, I said coming out of the AFC. I didn't say a championship. Just get to the Super Bowl. And I have been studying. I have been analyzing. Not just the rosters, not just stats, not just betting lines. More than that, I've been studying fan habits. Because as a fan, what will make me happiest? What NFC team winning would give me joy? I'm a baby. <laughs> and I've considered everybody. The only thing I will give you, I want to I want to rule one team out right away. I'm just going to rule it out. I am not endorsing the Philadelphia Eagles. Oh, That's out. I was going to say, I thought it would be the Miami Dolphins. Well, no, no. They're, the AFC is done already. I'm right, endorsing right, the Ravens. Yeah. I mean on the NFC side. Got it. I am not endorsing the Eagles, but I am strongly considering every other, scene, every other team. 
Now, you can imagine, based on what I just said, that the Packers have very little shot to win this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Detroit. It's Detroit. I'm I'm considering all my options, Tiki, and I will make a big announcement Wednesday at mm-hmm. 5.45. Yeah. Tomorrow's Wednesday. No. You're where? You, you let it slip yesterday. Most people weren't paying attention. Oh, really? I yeah. endor- My endorsement slipped? Yeah, and I know. Wow. I know. You don't know because I, have, I don't know yet. <laughs> How the hell could you know? I haven't even decided well, yet. I, okay, I'm going to predict in your because I'm sitting in your brain. Because you said it yesterday. You may have forgotten you said it. I endorsed an NFC team yesterday. You Not endorsed like you're doing now, but I could see your thought process. So you did it yesterday, yeah. and I think I know what it is. You think it's the Detroit so Lions. Before, I know what you think. Before you say it tomorrow yeah. or whatever you do, I'm going to tell you what You know what? I'm going to write down who I'm endorsing. Real okay. Tiki has some artificial intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. He's come up with something. Yeah, well, I'll make a big endorsement. Uh, what, Wednesday at five forty-five. Are you ki- Wednesday is tomorrow. You're so aware tomorrow of that, right? at five forty-five. Yeah. Is that better? Yeah, make you feel better. Yeah, much better. You give me anxiety that Wednesday's two days. Away. <laughs> I know. Like, Do you know wait, we're all happened? going to a Knicks game tonight? Are you guys aware of that? Yes. Okay. Oh, so wait, make yeah. sure. Is it storming crowd. still? Yeah. Say it one more time. Is it storming? Oh, who cares? We're going to Madison Square Garden. If it rains or not, why the hell does that matter? Because well, it's a little windy outside. Well, more than a little windy, dude. The whole area is going to have major power outages. Do you not want to go to the next game tonight? Of course I do. I'm just trying to be very empty garden tonight. There is somebody on WFAN staff. Let's say his name rhymes with Bandon Bierney, who still is very skeptical that one Tiki Barber is coming really? to tonight's Knicks game. How is he skeptical of that? He's this? so skeptical that this man whose name rhymes with Bandon Bierney said... <laughs> Text me tonight to confirm that he actually came. Go kiss ass. <laughs> have you blown Leave off bad people? Tiki. Tiki? I never have been asked. Oh, oh, okay. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.